There's backstage scoop on the new voice of Monday Night Raw. Plus, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Vince! Because everybody apparently knows what he thinks. Is reportedly telling his talent on the WWE roster to be in tip-top shape for when they return to the road for live wrestling in front of live fans. It's still something we're getting used to again. It is the Sports Key to Wrestling top story of the day. Hit that like button right now. Do it. Do it. What's up, everybody? I am Kev Kelm. That is Jose G. Follow him on the Twitter machine at Jose underscore G underscore official. All right. And if you haven't done it already, go ahead and subscribe to Sports Key to Wrestling on your app of choice, on your YouTubes. All right. You can also get us now on uh, the, the podcast. We're dropping these on the podcast. So you're going to get nearly seven days sometimes. Seven days a week we'll have audio, audio and video content for you to consume. Uh, and if you guys get it on the podcast, let us know what you think of it, especially diehards. I see a bunch of people joining us right now. Yes, a news from within WWE is they prepare to get back out on the road with some uh, very uh, highly anticipated shows. I think they're anticipated from one side just to say how much we can bitch about them and then anticipated <laughs> from the other side about how much people are going to have fun with it. Uh, and we'll talk about both those things as anti-WWE sentiment always at a fever pitch after an AEW pay-per-view. Uh, so much always. Uh, Jose, let's get it started here. What is the positive backstage reaction to the brand new voice of Monday Night Raw, Jimmy Smith? Well, that's right, man. So last week we learned that Jimmy Smith was going to be taking over Adnan Verk uh, as the lead play-by-play commentary. And today we find out that uh, PW Insider's Mike Johnson is reporting some backstage ch- uh, chatter about the reaction to uh, Jimmy Smith's uh, debut. And there was actually a tweet that was put out by WrestleVote, uh, and I'm going to put that tweet up so everybody can see it, uh, that the Raw production people that they've spoken to were absolutely thrilled with Jimmy Smith's performance last night. Tremendous and a natural fit were two comments concerning his debut. This goes back to what we were talking about, mm-hmm. where he was a former UFC and Bellator uh, a color commentator uh, in those promotions, and now he's taken the lead. I thought he did a fantastic job. He sold exactly what he needed to when he needed to sell. He plugged in perfectly all the commercials. And when I close my, and this is something that I do as an announcer myself, is I always tend to close the eye, close my eyes, and listen to how they're engaging with the match. And man, it sounded like an MMA fight. He put his own tone to it. He did a fantastic job on his on his raw debut. Uh, I got to cut catch a good chunk of money raw. I haven't been able to see the whole thing, but when I heard him, I was just like. I, I didn't even really notice a change. It, it felt if he sounds like a broadcaster. I'm mm-hmm. not saying the guy is changing the world. I'm not saying he's he's always oh, the next great thing. I think wrestling fans rush whenever they like something or hate something. They rush to whatever the conclusion is. Uh, jury's still out, but uh, hey, first night on the job, this guy's you know hitting home runs already. You know, so uh, there's something to be said about that. He, he's doing he's doing a pretty damn good job here. Uh, and, and uh, Christopher Rice uh, t- chiming in here with reaction to Jimmy Smith, the new voice of Money at Raw, saying, I think he'll be just fine. I like the hire. He likes the pickup here. Uh, you know, a lot of people I, I heard were just angry that they weren't bringing back somebody you knew, you know, that they weren't bringing back somebody you're familiar with. Why didn't you get a wrestling person? You could have gotten someone who's handled wrestling, mm-hmm. uh, but this is WWE. Adnan Verk was from the sports world. Jimmy Smith is from the sports world. 
Uh, Michael Cole was from the news world when they brought him mm-hmm. into the company. You know, he's Very been in the company true. now for decades. So uh, it isn't exactly like everyone's a Jim Ross where they've been in the business for decades and decades and they finally get the call up to you know start broadcasting WWE. Uh, and I guess that's maybe the way people see it in the wrestling bubble, that only wrestling people should get wrestling jobs. Um, but what does that what does that sentiment have anything to do with what this guy did in the position he was given? Uh, it has nothing to do with it. Nothing. At uh, all. Nothing to do with it at all. And I would say he did a very, very good job. Um, I thought so too. I thought so too. Especially you know coming off the heels that we had Ronaldo for a couple of years. He never had any professional wrestling background. He was a pure Mor- broadcaster, oh. but he was oh Mor- he was Moro, a Moro, sports- I, I got to correct you. That Moro has a tremendous oh. wrestling background. Oh, okay. Well, then I stand corrected. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, I don't <laughs> want the comments to jump on you there, Jose. I don't. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, the bipolar rock and roller may be sending an email our way. Uh, yeah, because uh, he had to start with wrestling, then moved into MMA, then moved into okay. everything else. Like All right, that. then so, I stand corrected. Thank yeah, you for correcting he was, me. Yeah, he was a manager too. He was he was managing talent, different stuff like that, and uh, in Canada. Uh, and all those different things. So I, I do not mind correcting you. And guess what, guys? It's okay. We correct you. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate that. See, it's something fine. I didn't know. I, I, I've dealt with that before. Where you make a mistake, or you, you misquote, or, or you, oh yeah, I'm sorry, the lapse of judgment, and people hound you on it, right? They love they love a mistake, but that's another thing is I bet this guy goes on air, and they're you know the the internet trolls are just waiting under the bridge to get a scrap of something to bite into like a mistake, <laughs> uh, and uh, they they didn't get many from uh, from from Jimmy Smith here. I think he'll be just fine. I think so too. Uh, WWE is getting ready to go back on the road. They've announced this. Uh, they'll probably announce more batch dates that we get announced here. They have dates announced committed uh, well through August, uh, including major cities like Oklahoma City, Chicago, and many, many more. 25-city date tour. Uh, more dates will be announced. I think they clear out that end uh, towards Labor Day is basically what they've committed to. These, will, these also included house shows, which I was surprised by, uh, and will also feature... SummerSlam, which has not been uh, designated for a specific location just yet, uh, but the date is set Saturday, August 21st. So WWE has a lot uh, to get used to going back and being in front of a live audience. So, you know, you've had wrestlers now for the better part of a year wrestling, not in front of an audience. They did get WrestleMania. You do have the wrestlers that do XT that get to wrestle in front of a live audience. There, a limited one, um, but you know they're going to be back in front of real fans very, very soon, as we saw with AEW this past Sunday. Uh, amazing night for them. With uh, you know thousands of fans at Daly's place, they will have fans back as well. Uh, we've seen it at independent wrestling events that you're aware of as well. Uh, let us know, hit that like button if you guys are excited for the return of live wrestling. WWE is excited, but they want to be ready, and there mm-hmm. has been an order from down top to be ready to go back out there in front of fans. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And this was actually broken earlier uh, by Mike Johnson at PW Insider. And it looks like there's some chatter in in the backstage area where they're talking about uh, where they're being told that workouts could begin as early as next week with the talents taking part in drills and perhaps even matches in order to make sure that their ring work is sharper. And this is believed to be a Vince McMahon edict. So it looks like they want them to be in tip top shape. Uh, so it's, it's like the equivalent of, you know, doing two a days in, in sports and in basketball mm-hmm. or in football, or in this case, doing some ring work. Uh, you know, there's going to be some people that complain about it, but you know what? I think these guys want to be in tip top shape and they want to be ready uh, for when they are hitting the roads hard uh, coming in, you know, just over a month. And you know what? 
who are we to believe? This is coming from PW Insider, who's a very reliable source, but you've got to believe that there's going to be some people. Well, Vince is telling the talent that they need to work out before they hit the road. Mm-hmm. But you know what? That's it could be a positive thing because you don't want your talent to look like crap when you're, you know, when you're touring. I mean, what do you think? Uh, I mean, especially if these are wrestlers that maybe that one exposure to an, a live audience for them in this past year. I'm talking about people that are specifically in Raw and SmackDown was WrestleMania. Uh, so uh, you got to get back. You said different audiences, different areas, different challenges uh, going out there with a the time change. All right. Do we have to do our entrances in an arena again? That's a different entrance. You know, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. we have to get used to that. That's getting people to show up on time. Maybe you have to show up at a different time now that you're back on the road. You're going to be traveling. It's going to be it's going to be an adjustment back on the road. No different than, you know, when you we went to parties this weekend. I know a lot of people started going to parties this weekend. And maybe they've been to other gatherings, but it's the first time maybe they've seen some friends. So it's different than seeing your family. And all right, oh, do, do I take my shoes off at this person's house? Are we are we doing high fives? Are we shaking hands? Are we just doing fist bumps here? Or are we just doing elbows? You know, like everyone's getting readjusted back to life. And of course, you know, there's people that rush to this. It's like, how dare Vince tell his talent, which is apparently the best in the world, that they have to be ready to be back in the road. This is WWE. There's, you, you, you saw people. They're stumble, always ready. Stumble over themselves. To, to, to make this a critical thing. And I know this has been my big my big hiccup here uh, for quite some time, but I'm going to say it. Why is the number one thing in wrestling running, running to like the box office to crap on WWE? There are more people that took the opportunity not to talk about how great AEW was this weekend, but mm-hmm. to talk about AEW, WWE sucks, AEW rules. Like it was that. Well, then what what, what is, is that was, is all of this just in spite? Can everything just be fun? Just like, especially after the last year, mm-hmm. we all collectively had let people have fun. Even if it's not for real, fun. what's the deal? What's the deal? Um, but you know what? You're just never gonna. Have, not everyone's no. gonna be happy, regardless no. of the uh, of the result. You know, it's just there's gonna be some people that are just completely frustrated with WWE and only want to do AEW, and that's understandable. Mm-hmm. But you know, don't hate on it just because you're the only person in the world that thinks that everybody should be watching AEW and just stop watching. It's never going to happen because there's billions of people that watch this around the world. This mm-hmm. is a global product, a global conglomerate. The worldwide leader in sports entertainment. Uh, yeah, so uh, we'll take some questions now. So if you have any questions about what's going on in the world of wrestling, we, we have, I wouldn't call a light news day. You know, we, we have what we know coming out of Money at Raw. We know we're going to get Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley again. Hell in a cell. Mm-hmm. No shot at either one of those guys, but that one's kind of run ragged, right? Uh, you got questions about that. You got questions about what's coming up at Hell in a Cell in a few weeks. You got questions about AEW coming out of Double or Nothing. The, all those rumors we heard about WWE trying to you know, make a deal with New Japan. Anything going on in the world of wrestling, go ahead and fire them off here as we're, uh, we're on live with you. Uh, Riley Real has this question. If SummerSlam is not in Vegas, do you have an idea where it might be? Well, uh, there's Sports Business Journal, which is a pretty verifiable source, reported that more than just more than about five different NFL stadiums were pitched in different cities for this year's SummerSlam. So they wanted this to be a stadium event and have intended uh, the company has intended reportedly for this to be a stadium event dating back into sometime last fall, knowing that if this was the time for them for them to get back out on the road, that they would want to do one of their big quarterly events in a stadium. So they, they knew that. So they've had more than a few. I know Nashville was in line. East Rutherford, New Jersey had pitched as well, which is where they held MetLife. Uh, there were a handful of different places that had pitched this before. Uh, Nashville would have been an interesting choice. Uh, Nashville, Tennessee. I don't think they've run a major show there in a while. Uh, but th- it seems like Vegas is where we're going here. 
uh, talking to everyone I know in the live entertainment world as a lot of different rock concerts and rock tours were announced today. Foo Fighters announced a show. Guns N' Roses announced a tour today. Slipknot announced a tour today. So, I mean, you have a lot of big rock bands going out there. Venues starting to pop open. Uh, but this is a different game. This is a stadium. So you really have to know your dates with the stadium very far in advance, just like you do any any venue. Uh, and are you going to book the hotels, all those things? I think it's Vegas. I think they're at that Allegiant Stadium, the home of the new of uh, the Raiders, uh, and they run that same Saturday night as a Manic Pacquiao mm-hmm. fight the other side of town. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's true. And they already started doing the vign- uh, the commercials mm-hmm. for, for August 21st, interestingly enough, with a Cardi B song. So there's been some chatter about Cardi B possibly hosting. There's nothing been confirmed about that. But, you know, with the success of Bad Bunny and previous high-profile stars, mm-hmm. I can't imagine this not being a hit. I'm ready for some wrestle ass pops, dude. That's what I'm ready for. I'm ready for a big WAP summer. That, that I'm ready for all of it. Get it in there. Are we gonna go to Are we gonna go to Legion Stadium and start dancing the WAP dance? <laughs> Wait a minute. Make it drop. Let me yes. pick your brain on something real quick. Did sure. you see the spot last night with uh, with Sheamus? And Umberto Carrillo with busting Umberto the nose, busting his nose. It was a legit break too. Yeah, it was. It was a John Cena bad break. You remember how John it, Cena got yeah, his nose broken when, when, uh, when Seth Rollins gave him that leaping knee? Yeah, you could, totally, you could totally tell right away it was broken. Like oh, when you're just somebody man. watching on television and you're just like, "Ooh, they ain't yeah. good. They ain't good right there. They ain't good." Nah, yeah, especially when he started just hemorrhaging immediately, and you could tell that he was stung by that. Because I mean, that was some stiff forearms that mm-hmm. Umberto hit him with, and but. Just the way that his, I think he might have attempted to put it back in position because it was really flattened out. And then towards the end of the match, it kind of straightened up a little bit. You, have you broken your nose before? Never. Thank God. I have. Uh, I did it playing soccer. I didn't do a, a complete break. I could crack my nose like a knuckle because of the injury I had. Uh, hang on. Hang on. I have to take it out. Hang no, on. don't do it. Don't do it. Oh. Hey, yeah, yeah. Listen, listen. Hands free. Oh, disgusting. Oh, come on, Kevin. It does. It does open up the passages. You know, it does. <laughs> just open you up a little bit. Jump into your questions. Keep them coming. Keep your questions coming. Bring it, baby. Bring it. What do you think of this one from Stephen Hall? Is it tonight mania tonight? WrestleMania. Good idea after the pandemic era. Nah, I think they're probably going to go back. Well, you know what? It depends. It depends. Because what if by next year mm-hmm. we have this official New Japan partnership? So can we see a WrestleMania New Japan partnership? Maybe a two-night two ordeal? I don't know. But I think I think going back to the one-night, you know, six-hour or seven-hour event, I think that should be more than enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm a fan of a two-night WrestleMania. I, I, don't, I don't have an issue with it. I actually thought it was quite fun. Uh, it does give you the opportunity to get more people on the card. I don't know if a Bianca Belair gets to main event at WrestleMania if there isn't a two-night WrestleMania uh, in true. terms of the structure. I mean, you went to it two nights in a row. Was it too much for you going to it live? Uh, from a, I guess from a fan perspective, it kind of wrestled because, out. I mean, were you wrestled yeah, man, out? Because, yeah, man, because you're there. Like, for example, like we were there from like Thursday all the way through Monday. Yeah. Um, But just between Saturday with the rain delay and just everything, mm-hmm. it was just, you know, a, a unique situation because, you know, this is the first time they're coming back. We're in the middle of a pandemic. We have this category four hurricane thunderstorm that's mm-hmm. about to hit Tampa. Not really, but that's what it seemed like. 
Um, so the, you know, there was just a lot of things, but, but was it a lot of wrestling? Was it just, you know, the energy and the time that you have to take out of your day to drive to the stadium, to get in line, to wait, you know, to just part to able to participate. So you think everything too much, too much to ask of people. I mean, I absolutely loved it, but it is very draining. It's, it's just extremely draining. So I think a one, one full day, I did the one full day when they were in Orlando here at 33 and I was there from 10 in the morning to 12 at night. And I had the, Best time you were out ever. there for a couple days anyway when you went to that one, right? I was here. I was here in Orlando. Yeah, but I mean, you went to a couple days of wrestling stuff when you went to that. Oh, right? yeah, you just, no, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, no, the, that, I, I'm, I'm either way on shows. it. I'm either way on it. I think if you can run a stadium, you know, next year they're going to do Dallas. The year after that, they'll run Los Angeles. They've committed to that plan. Um, I'm either way on it. I'm okay with the idea two nights. I mean, it is an event where you get people out for a weekend anyway, you know, so I, I don't think there's that much of an issue with it. Uh, I do think it is kind of a festival of sorts. You know, you come out for multiple days for the biggest show of the year. Uh, I'm not opposed to it. I, I, I'm, a, I'm not opposed to it because I think it, it, it lets them have more flexibility. Yes. Is it too much wrestling? Sure. Um, but I do think at the same time, it lets you do so many different things. It gets a lot more people on a wrestling show, the biggest wrestling show of the year. And we always see people bitch and moan about, Hey, how come my favorite guy who isn't a super popular wrestler, but I think he deserves recognition or he or she deserves recognition. Mm -hmm. Why are that featured on this year's WrestleMania? It's become less and less of an argument with WrestleMania. And if you're not on WrestleMania and it's a two night WrestleMania, you didn't have a hot storyline. You got lost in the shuffle too bad. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying I don't feel bad for you, but Hey, th there's, uh, there's more opportunities here to do something. Uh, and there's more opportunities to do something spectacular and do something different. And what's to stop you from just saying, you know, what? I just want to go to one night. I think if they announced the, if you had a better idea, the uh, absolute attractions you were getting one night to the other, uh, where you could buy for a single night, you know, I only want to go to the night they have this match, or I want to want to go this night or, Hey, you know, there's obviously if it's WrestleMania, there'll be a bunch of other, you know, every other wrestling promotion in the world mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. will want to be there. Right? So you'll be able to go to some other stuff while you're there. I'm okay with it being two nights. I'm not opposed to the idea. A couple different comments we got coming in down the pipeline here. James Espanto Fernando. <laughs> He's saying that he doesn't want another seven and a half hour WrestleMania. Two nights is easier to enjoy. Yeah, break it up. Break it up. I mean, they. I mean, you certainly book enough to have seven and a half hours. I was in New Jersey when they had that extremely long show, and, and I was in the bottleneck of people to get out of it. If this prevents a WrestleMania situation like that, then I'm more than down for this. Uh, and also, you know, the experiment of doing something on a Saturday night worked. You know, the past mm -hmm. two years they did this. People were into that Saturday night wrestling show. You were at that Saturday night show. People and were on Summer board. SummerSlam is on a Saturday, so they yep. might just continue pay-per-views on a Saturday. Yeah. Let's let's hope so. But there's some only people do, that don't do agree with that, though. though. Only do WrestleMania two nights. I don't think you need to do oh, yeah, every other no. show. I don't, need, I don't think you need to do every other show. <laughs> do, are we going to call SummerSlam WrestleMania SummerSlam? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's he also uh, adding there, uh, uh, Sean Smith, always a smart ass. Uh, it says no two day Super Bowl, but to each of their own. <laughs> they're gonna do. They're gonna play one half one day. All right, and you only get to watch half the game one day. Right, and then it finishes and, the, the day. After. And then they have the second half the next day, and there there's just a long halftime show in between that stretches for. It's just Lady Gaga for seventeen it's, hours. It's it's Coachella. <laughs> it's NFL Coachella, and from when the half ends to the other half starts. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's pretty ridiculous here. Uh, we do have a follow-up question here. Stephen Hall in the mix. 
Uh, is it possible the uh, reported notice we're, we're still saying reported here a new Japan WWE collaboration uh, more about improving the WWE product or breaking up the collaboration between new Japan and AEW. You know, it, it's really hard to tell uh, my, my inclination. And, and I know there are a lot of people who for lack of a better journalistic term were butt hurt. Uh, and you can check all of the content I did about that. We did two different <laughs> shows about this this weekend on Friday. We didn't have you. I did a show with Sid, uh, and Sid did a great job from True Heel Heat, and we had uh, over 2,000 people watch the show. Thank you so much, uh, and enjoy that on, on YouTube alone. So we had thousands more on Facebook. Very appreciative. A lot of people intrigued by this topic. A lot of people angered by the topic. A lot of people telling me I had no argument, and everyone always says I'm just a pro WWE guy. No, I'm a pro pro wrestling guy. If you're mm-hmm. truly opening up the forbidden door, you got to expect WWE to look at that model and say, how can we benefit from that as well? And uh, take it as a compliment that they are inspired by your moves to do something here. But no, everything has to be spiteful and go shake your fish out of from Jacksonville to Stanford, you know, like that type of thing. And, uh, you know, Tony Khan's cutting a promo that is absolutely a tongue in cheek uh, thing, but it's, it is absolutely just flip the bird. There's only one room for one. To make it clear. Like, you're not stupid. That was a shot. He took a shot directly at WWE. And to a lighter degree, he asked New Japan if he could do that. He wasn't going to ask WWE if he could do it, you know? So he clarified in post-shows, uh, post-show media scrums this past Sunday that he did talk to New Japan before he did that. So I guess his inclination, and he isn't flat out saying they're, they're not talking to each other. That isn't a deal. He can't say that because he doesn't. I don't think he knows. Or if he if he did know they were talking to each other, he would go into that post-show media scrum and say, there is no agreement be- between New Japan and WWE. That isn't happening. I've been told that isn't happening. He didn't say that. No, <laughs> he, didn't. He, didn't. he didn't say that. He didn't refute that there was anything being discussed. He here. only referenced Dave Meltzer because when, when he brought it up, he's like, I'm hearing through Meltzer that WWE is having conversations with New Japan. Yeah. That's what he and said. Dave Meltzer, and promo. Dave Meltzer broke the story. So, I mean... Uh, and Tony Khan has, has been very open about the open line of communication that he has with Dave Meltzer at all hours of the night. Uh, so do I think that that collaboration is designed to uh, get in the way of AEW? Sure. But I also think it's to benefit. Like to say it isn't been, meant to improve WWE's product overall or create new opportunities for their talent outside of WWE itself. No. WWE isn't going to do this if they don't benefit. They, I, I don't think there is this idea. Everyone thinks WWE does this. Um, sure, it inspires them to like sign a talent that they think could be swooped up by AEW. Uh, and maybe they're doing that because AEW is going to swoop that person up. Like, if we don't get that guy, they're going to get him, right? It, competition inspires you to do things. It, it inspires you to do things. And this is a competition. You know, initially I didn't I didn't know if AEW is gonna be real competition for WWE. They absolutely 100 percent are. All right. And when you open up the door of competition, apparently it's a problem if people want to then do stuff that you're doing, you know, oh you're ripping them off. BS. It's like it's like like you saw this when Facebook came out. Like when I saw this when bands would get a Facebook and then another band would get a Facebook, and people were like, You just got a Facebook because another band got a Facebook. Like, think about that. Like how stupid that is in retrospect. But in 2008, 2009, that was something that people actually said and meant, you know? So I think we're in a position now where, uh, as I laid out before on the show, mm-hmm. they, they have talent too in TV shows. 
You know, they have talent doing other things outside of the company. You have guys who want to do other stuff. You had, we've heard that the discussion that the main crutch of this entire thing, PWI insider reporting this on Saturday was that Daniel Bryan is the main reason that this deal has apparently been talked about. And that if Daniel Bryan could get what he wants and go be able to work some fun, wild, uh, five-star wrestling, you know, drop the Meltzer stars on him dream match in Tokyo dome with new Japan. Then he gets to come on back home to WWE and make a you know truckload of cash. Why not? What's the problem, everybody? It's a like, win-win situation. Yeah. It's a win-win situation for the WWE, and it's a win-win situation for the wrestling fans. This is what you guys need to realize, mm-hmm. that this is a win-win situation for you, for me, for Kev, for everyone who watches pro wrestling, who loves pro wrestling. This is a win for us if this happens. But there's, you know, there's there's many people. There's many people, and I know you're out there, guys, who think like WWE is going to ruin it. They've they've conditioned me to think they're going to ruin this thing that I love. And look what they did with all these other promotions they bought, and they just put them on the shelf, right? And look what they did to ECW, and like look look what they're going to do. And I don't trust them, and I understand that. You know, I completely get that. But for every single one of those, what about NXT? You know, uh, what what about the fact that you, because of WWE, can watch any almost any show, at least with Peacock, we're getting there, right? Uh, where you can watch almost any WCW thing. You, you get to see them and have access to them in a way that you wouldn't otherwise because of WWE's platform they've built for themselves. I mean, if more people get to see New Japan that haven't seen it before but have heard about it, what's it's not that bad of a deal, guys. It's not that bad of a deal, but I guess it's certainly if they do it, WWE is going to want exclusivity. So I guess that is indeed cutting out AEW. And I think that's the major talking point for a lot of other people here is that that would aggravate them, you know, and and uh, credit to AEW. They've been a platform for all for, for new Japan pro wrestling that Leo rush has a, has a contract with new Japan pro wrestling. He does not have a contract with AEW. It is a handshake deal. John Moxley is allowed to go and work things there. Chris Jericho is allowed to go and work things there. People want Kenny Omega to come back and do some big things with New Japan. Uh, are those are those in doubt right now? If this deal gets signed up, I would say they certainly are. Yeah, man, it's a, it's an interesting time to be a wrestling fan following all these developing uh, collaborations through the mm-hmm. Forbidden Door. We'll see what happens, though. Uh, people asking uh, Daniel with a question here. Daniel, where is Mania next year? It's going to be outside of Dallas, Texas at the Cowboys Stadium. So that is where they're going to run uh, next year. ATT uh, Stadium. AT&T Stadium. Uh, last question we get in here. Kenny Matthews wants to go, what's up with Sasha Banks? What is up with Sasha Banks? Where uh, in the world, world is, is Sasha, Sasha Banks? Banks. <laughs> <laughs> Clip it. <laughs> Honestly, honestly, I We're think 90s, probably. Dude. Honestly, yeah. I'm thinking that they're probably going to save her from when we get the crowds back in July. That pro, that July 16th, uh, uh, live event, a SmackDown, that's right before Money in the Bank. That's, that's gonna be that's, a, that's your go home. That's you're getting two pay per views that weekend. You're getting the first show back in front of fans with SmackDown, and you're getting that Money in the Bank that Sunday. Um, it's a Money <laughs> in the Bank SmackDown. That's what they're going to yeah. call it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's gonna be brought to you by Citibank. Citibank brings you SmackDown to the bank. Uh, and WWE undefeated. Uh, yeah, I, where is she? We don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't believe she's filming uh, Mandalorian, which was a big hit for her on Disney Plus. Huge, one of the biggest TV shows of the past year and a half. So she was on that. Uh, does that number her days with WWE? I don't know. Does that limit her days? Does that allow her more time off? 
I don't know. We, I mean, when she was filming The Mandalorian, she was away for months and months and months, and no one really knew for a long, long time. Uh, so maybe maybe she's doing something like that. I'm not exactly clear. Uh, but she certainly got to go out on a, on a big way, dropping that title to to uh, to Bianca Belair at WrestleMania and probably the biggest match of the year for, for women's wrestling. Absolutely. I mean, you you have to think that she's probably working on some type of side project. Mm. And they did such a good time of keeping everything so hush-hush with The Mandalorian. Maybe they're doing the same thing. You're absolutely right. I can't argue uh, with that. If you are watching on demand or you're listening to the podcast, uh, we will respond to your comments. So if you're watching on demand, continue to drop your questions in there, whether on YouTube, whether they're on Facebook, uh, I will go in there and I will respond. All right. So just so please keep, uh, keep that up. If you haven't done already, subscribe to our YouTube channel, tons and tons and tons of content up there. We have Vince Russo reviewing Monday Night Raw every single Monday night, a new episode of Legion of Raw in which he responds to Eva Marie's, uh, like jostling of him on, on Twitter, which has been interesting. That happened during Monday Night Raw last night, which is which I is, did. Uh, I saw that. I saw that. Quite quite the thing there. So we we cover that last night. We have Dutch Mantel back in the fold with us on Friday nights covering SmackDown. Uh, we have the debrief with you on Wednesday night covering AEW and NXT, which will certainly be interesting. Is tonight we're gonna have a very eventful NXT. We will find out who will be the next number one contender for Karrion Cross uh, in the weeks ahead, and obviously AEW rolling here after Double or Nothing. Lot to cover. Thursdays, we give you the Inside Cradle, a 90-minute show covering everything going on in the world of wrestling. And then Monday through Friday, uh, right around this time, uh, Thursdays, kind of, we kind of shake the time up a little bit. Uh, but Monday through Thursday, we're, we are here, right around 5 Central, uh, with breaking news and all those different things. So make sure you turn those notifications on, whatever you watch this on Facebook or YouTube, no matter where you are, you turn those notifications on. You know when we go live. Also, watch our stuff on demand. doesn't hurt if you're not live. We still feel your presence. We still feel all the faithful. I love the people that are with me. I need to say I've been with Sports Keaton now for a month or two. I'm not making this about me, but I absolutely adore you guys for making the leap with me. And that is no shot at anyone else or any other website or anything like that. I'm just thankful. Uh, watch whatever wrestling content you want to watch from whoever makes it. There is a ton of stuff in our world. Uh, that is being made right now. Kudos to all the people that made the trip down to Jacksonville. A lot of our friends in the uh, the old industry uh, were down there, and I, I heard great things from a lot from a handful of people that had a really really great time. Uh, and that's what I'm looking at. That's what I'm looking at. When I run into people from other wrestling websites, how you doing? What's going on? Let's have a beer. Let's talk shop. All right. Exactly. So I, I I'm this is there's no beef there, but I love you guys coming over to our shop and spending you know the hours that you do with us every single week. Uh, please, you know, people that are more in the audio podcast side of things, spread the word to them. Tell them about Sports Key to Wrestling. Search for it on your podcast app of choice. Jose G, they can follow you on the Twitter machine. Where? Right over here at Jose G Official with the underscores in between the G. Make sure you follow me over there on Instagram and on Twitter. Regans of Wrestling, we are live Thursday nights at 8 p.m. here on, on Facebook, also on YouTube. So make sure you're hitting that subscribe button. And as always, guys, when you're watching wrestling, what's mm -hmm. the most important thing they can do, Kevin? Uh, well, you can watch this new clip of me from AAW Pro being called something like a simp. I don't know exactly what that is. That was uh, great, by the way. I uh, saw those boricuas, those those guys. Oh, uh, La Sociedad. La Sociedad. La Sociedad. La Sociedad. All right, from AAW, or as I simply know them, the Ricos, because everyone in the locker room called that. But apparently, I'm not supposed to call them that, even though that's their name. That's in their name. Right. So they were very, very upset with me. I did this promo. I was supposed to interview Sky Blue, the hot up and comer, 
hot up and coming star, possibly future AEW women's champion, right? And uh, they they could not like the idea that I was interviewing someone else and interrupted it's me. Your fault, Kevin, it's they, your they interrupted fault. they interrupted Sky Blue like she was Taylor Swift and they were Kanye West. Listen, in in La Sociedad's defense, you just completely bypassed them. Like you just you saw them like, no, nah, I don't want to talk to you. I want to talk to her. Like, they I, lost. I saw that. They I lost. saw that. I saw that. They wanted they their lost. time. Jose, you Jose, didn't give them the they time. They lost. Both of them lost. You didn't give them time. I'm Listen. sorry. Maybe I want to talk to the, the guys who you know win matches, dude. Like <laughs> I want to talk to the guys and gals who win matches. All right. The, those are the people I'm supposed to talk to backstage at AEW. So they wouldn't like Ooh. it, and they interrupted me, and they insulted Sky, and then they call me something. I I haven't been able to find it. I haven't Googled it yet because I think maybe I don't want I don't want to <laughs> be exposed to some dirty stuff on the internet. You know, uh, maybe it's better for you not to find out. Okay. All right. So don't uh, Google it. it. It's it's on my Twitter. You guys can watch the video right now. It, uh, I've been told it's funny from people that make fun of me. It's funny. Uh, you, you can see my Twitter at AAW Pro. Our next big pay-per-view event is coming up on Fight TV June 11th on Fight TV Crush and Destroy. Main event, we'll see Jake something from Impact Wrestling Challenge, Mance Warner for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, and, of course, follow me on the Twitter machine, at Kev Callum. That's where the clip is, if you want to see it on Twitter. Follow Sports Key to Wrestling. Follow us on all the different machines. I'm going over here. Wait, no, no. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Across ah! the streams, all right? I know we were doing the sign-off, but what were, you, what were you asking me, by the way, there? You were asking me a question about wrestling in general, though, right? Yeah, well, what's the most important thing that oh. you know they oh. can do while they're oh. watching wrestling? Oh, yeah, dude, 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 dude. Enjoy wrestling. 